Let's get this show on the road, folks. Axel, Axel, Axel. my struggle. Uh, they gotta feel my struggle. Yeah. Huh. They gotta feel yeah. my struggle. Look, I know I would do it. We made history. I know I would do it. We made history. I had a epiphany, not so victory. I had a epiphany. Uh, I never responded when they started dissing. I never responded when they started dissing. I just started shitting. I knew they was sick. I knew they was sick. Yeah. You gotta feel my struggle. Open case, I can't deal with no trouble. You gotta watch out, that deal might fuck you. They talk down, trying to kill my hustle. Uh, uh, eat good, eat good. work out, I'm trying to build my muscle. Yeah. I put in too much pain, yeah. I can't heal my knuckles. Nah. Uh, yeah, they think it's over now. It's over now. Like it ain't no more storm clouds. What? Could it see me on rolling loud? Nigga, I go through shit, I just hold it down. Yeah. It's tough enough, we're getting older now. Yeah. When drugs, your body get broken down. We ain't stop the drilling, we just slowing down. We be shooting and throwing that open crowd. No. motivation. The whole squad focus. I close my eyes and think God wrote this. When I say it, I do it in live motion. When I shoot, I'ma drill my eyes open. When I'm tired of fucking, I side stroke it. When I'm tired of fucking, I side stroke it. Boy, I shouldn't be careful, but I ain't really care to. I was young, dumb, and unfearful. Two, three drillers jumping in the vehicle. At that sound, it's light enough, it scares you. And you talk us to that gun and hit you. Tell them shoot anything and come near you. You better do it if them niggas dead. I know I'm doing it. We made history. No, it's doing. We made history. I had an epiphany, not so victory. I had an epiphany. Uh, I never responded when they started dissing. I never responded when they started dissing. I just started shitting. I knew they was sick. I knew they was sick. Yeah. You gotta feel my struggle. Open case, I can't deal with no trouble. You gotta watch out, that deal might fuck you. They talk down, trying to kill my hustle. Uh, uh, eat good. I'm trying to build my muscle. I put in too much pain. I can't heal my knuckles. Nah. Oh my, okay, hey, okay, hey, okay, hey, okay, hey, huh. turn that shit up. Woo! Real niggas and ratchet bitches, huh. and the rat when the rats are scanning. I fuck my bitch and I get back to business. Think about turning Brooklyn into majesty. Uh, ass and titties, like 150. Yeah. Bitch, I'm going viral. Put that on the Bible. Hurt my shooters, the snipers. Kill them on the Bible. Fuck. I killed them. I killed them. They gone. They gone. Yeah. What the fuck? What? If it's up, nigga, books, try your luck. Bitch, bad, but I had to put her up. Had to grab my other monkey nuts. Gotta slide when a nigga been touched. Gotta ride with the gang, it's a must. Gotta rest a little bitch that I lay low with. When the smoke got a chill like a slump. Look at her eyes. Yeah. I can tell she a boss. Rapping the gang, and I felt she was mine. She throw up the sass, she yelled for the cops. Hey. Uh, I pay the money, niggas gon' die. Uh, yeah. If I pay the money, niggas gon' die. We get money, nigga, but what is you want? The same day we get it, the same day it's gone. Back on my grizzly, I'm back on my business. A hunch of little nigga, I'm back on the throne. Went bust down, when it was looking for the plane padded. But I left it at home. Smiling, perky, zany, Jesus and Natty. Happening, get in my zone. Can't even give me advice. I like the ice when it's hitting the light. I got a dream to give me the night. And I was so nice that it listen to me twice. Nigga, I cracked a face on the AP and I ain't even get a fix. Huh. I don't want to get a fix. Got so much money to give a shit. Yeah. She know my body, she's shaking her ass. Chopping the car and I'm breaking his gas. So I ain't saying it fast. She sending her drugs and she making me mad. Yeah, yeah. Smoking cookies, smoking cunt. I got hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry. Try to book me, nigga. Real niggas and ratchet bitches. Uh. And the rat when the rats are scanning. Bow. Bow. I fuck my bitch and I get back to business. 
Think about turning Brooklyn into Madison. Ass and titties, like 150. Bitch, I'm going viral. Put that on. Turn my shooters to snipers. Kill them on the arrivals. I killed them. Killed them gone. They gone. Bow, 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 Fabio Foreign album is out. Uh, check that out. I kind of like it. I've, I've given it a few listens, a couple, couple run-throughs. I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. It's Fabi. Yes. Yes, yes. Highly, highly recommend. I recommend it. Go check that out. Go check that out. Um, <clears throat> welcome one. Welcome all to episode number 65 of the What Are We Even Talking About podcast. I am your host, Izzy. Recording on a Sunday again. I'm kind of liking this. A little Sunday morning. You know, I wake up uh, late morning, record the pod, and then start my day. Like this little routine. I think I might keep this. I might keep this one going. Uh, hope y'all are doing well. Hope y'all are feeling blessed. I don't know if... Uh, Mercury's in retrograde right now. I don't know how that all works. I normally just tend to, when I see all the bad drivers are out, when I see a lot of bad driving, I'm like, oh man, must be Mercury retrograding. It must be that Mercury retrograde because the shitty drivers is out in these streets right now, y'all. And you, you can't tell me it ain't the Mercury. So that's what I think it is. Um, so yeah, hope all of y'all are well. I am well. Um, quick story about my weekend, and I think it's it, it's like the very like quintessential like New Yorker type story. Uh, I was at a party. I was with my girl at a at a family gathering, um, where I knew very few people. Um, I know some, you know. Members of my girl's family are there, so I know them. Cool. Uh, there were a lot of other people there who I had never met before in my life, you know, which is cool. I'm, I'm, I'm very outgoing, so that's fine. But uh, my girl looks over at me, and she sees that I'm like, I am like just, just heavily connected with one other gentleman. She's like, yo, she just looks over and it's, it, it, it isn't like, I'm not laughing like, uh, it, this isn't a, I've, I've seen a stranger for the first time. Like I, I'm, this isn't a, oh, I'm just getting to know a stranger. So I'm kind of doing the, uh, you know, like the, the kind of like customary laugh that you do with people just to kind of keep, keep human interactions normal. This wasn't that she looked over and she saw me like across the room having a loud conversation with another guy like there there's there's more than enough seats between us to where one of us could have made the move to sit closer but now we're having the conversation across the room and we're just like yo blah, 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 blah. and i'm hype and she sees me in full hype mode and she's like yo who the hell is that? <laughs> Why are you acting like this right now? <laughs> You're not supposed to know anybody here. 
And then um, after, like, after I've settled down, after my newly found best friend, uh, Dave, has settled down, my girlfriend comes to me. She's like, yo, what's, what's going on? What's up? <laughs> and then I just say, oh, nah, uh, he's from Queens. <laughs> he's from Queens, and he's Dominican. And we literally just spent a good 20 minutes bonding over the fact that we've found a Dominican. We've, we've like gone somewhere, found a Dominican from Queens who now lives in Rhode Island. And we just bonded over life experiences. He's from Corona. I'm from Woodside. It's like, oh, word. Like, I know where Woodside is. I remember we used to go and, like, you know, play like play with the Woodside kids and, and all that stuff. I was like, yep, yep. I know the Corona boys, all that. It was hilarious. We bonded. Um, he will be the godfather of my next children at this point. Like, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it was it was awesome. But it's it's just funny to see how quickly you can bond. How quickly, like, Dominicans can bond with other Dominicans and how much New Yorkers can bond with other New Yorkers. And if you're from the same borough of New York, forget it. The bond is even stronger. And the fact that we were both Dominican as well, yo, you would have thought we was cousins. That's my guy. Yeah, it it was a good time. I'm a big fan of just good energies. And I think that's what I've been really striving for as far as just really controlling what energies are around me. What energies do I feel are important to make a point to have around me and and really seeking out those good energies, right? So that's, yeah, that's, 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 that was my weekend. You know, it was good. I mean, and and I'm, I'm usually, you know, part of it with little man. So it's a good time, y'all. It's a good time. It's a good time. Uh, weather's, spring is finally getting here. Uh, the, you know, b- baseball season has begun. Yankees beat the Red Sox on opening day. Spring is upon us, y'all. It's here. It's here. There's a couple signs of spring. My boy Phil said, yo, once you start hearing Yankee fans saying, you're... Yep, the spring spring is here once you start hearing that. All right, y'all know what time it is over here. Uh, and then once your gas bill starts going down, that's when you really know, like, ooh, yeah, like, I'm about to, I got, got, got some extra ends here to spend. Okay, okay, gas bill's down too? Shit. So, uh, let's get through some of the, let's start getting to some of these topics. Let's start, you know, kind of going through them. Um, first thing that I did want to talk about was the Grammys. Grammys just happened, I will say, so... Grammy night was on the same night as WrestleMania, and there was no way. There was no way I was going to miss WrestleMania for the Grammys, so sorry, not sorry. I regret nothing. Um, I will say, though, that I was happy to see that Doja Cat won a Grammy, and her acceptance speech, uh, just her emotional reaction, I think, was really awesome. Uh, I think last week I had talked about just her, like, social media just, and I've been seeing, and I'll, I'm going to get into that in a little bit as well. Just like, I, something about like social media is starting to just really, really trigger celebrity. And this is something that I think has been building up for some time. And now we're really starting to see a lot of celebrities like hit their breaking point. We'll get into that in a little bit though. But the Grammys, all right, 
It was, uh, I don't believe anyone got slapped at the Grammys. Um, I did see that Will Smith is, I think, banned for like 10 years from the Oscars. Hilarious. Uh, but yeah, the Grammys, Grammys happened. I think it was super dope to see, uh, Doja Cat win a Grammy. I think I saw, uh, Silk Sonic clean sweep, as we call that in the industry. Good for them. Uh, I saw Ye won some Grammys. I don't believe he was there to accept them. Either he wasn't there to accept them or I did, I did notice that some of the categories that he was... Oh, give me one second. Hello, my love. You are live on the What Are We Even Talking About podcast. Oh no! Yeah, this is <laughs> this is it. You are you are here. You are live. Um, this. You didn't tell me this. <laughs> I I I yeah no I I've been starting to like record around noon times now just because it's easy and it's. Convenient. I, I kind of like the Sunday routine a bit, but yeah. Um, this is yeah. This is all on mic. I'm, this is happening at the moment. Yeah. 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 I was actually so oddly enough. Uh, funny that you called because I was just talking about you a little bit ago. Uh, no, no, no. I was talking about uh, when I was at the party last night and I met the. Um, Dave, well, I was talking about Dave, who is uh, pretty much, he's going to be like the, the godfather of any future children that we have and the oh, best man in my wedding. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's from Queens and he's Dominican. He's like, yeah, no, he's going to be like, yeah, he's <laughs> like, that's it. That's all. <laughs> Dave is all I need in this world. <laughs> all I need is Dave. Well, I called Text me and said, "Oh God, Jose's up." Oh my That's God. That's the West. Oh my God. Yeah. He found the, he found the Jose bottle. Oh yeah. I he's said, the he, one that you hid in the shower. She said, "Yes." You went in there to go take a shower and, <laughs> and got a surprise. And not, and not only that, the dude that came to pick up because they rented the chairs. Ah, uh, yep, yep. The dude that came to pick up the rental chairs is drinking with him. Oh, love that. <laughs> oh my god ah uh, yeah they lit. they lit. i love that yeah. i love that good for him that's his dave <laughs> that's his dave yo that shit is great um yo that's awesome yeah, I don't know how he's doing, but yeah, that's why I called. <laughs> yeah, to tell you that he's still drinking. I love every bit of that. Yo, shout out to JoJo, man. He he deserved that, man. That's a good dude. Um, all right, I will. I'll hit you up after I'm done recording. All right, see you later. All right, bye. bye. Oh man, yeah, that was not planned. But yes, so Grammys. Uh, yes, Silk Sonic. Back to Yay. I do feel like Ye might have, I feel like the Grammys might have put a lot of categories that Ye was nominated in. Uh, they like gave those off air and they just weren't presented during the show because that's, that's my take on the rap album of the year, which went to Tyler Creator. 
Ye was nominated in that, and that category was suspiciously not presented during the show. Just my conspiracy theories. They try to minimize as much, like, Ye-related stuff as possible. Could be wrong. I don't know. But that's just my take, my observation, my thoughts on that. Um, I didn't watch any Grammy performances at all, with the exception of one, which was Nas, because of course, we support anyone and anything from Queens, okay? Anything from Queens, we support, all right? So, I watched Nas' performance, man. Yo, Nas is aging like fine wine, y'all. We, yeah, like, a lot of y'all taking him for granted. He is aging like fine wine. He is really, he's, he's in rare form. He is really thriving. The fact that he's making some of his best music today is wild to me. So, shout out to Nas. Oh, yes. Love every bit of it. Love every bit of that. Um, speaking of Ye. <clears throat> Ye uh, is back, back in the headlines because I, I don't see Ye coming out of the headlines for some time. And maybe one day I'll, I'll be brave enough to just not talk about Ye. But that day is not today, people. We're going to talk about Ye. Because I love Ye. I love Ye. Uh, he pulled out of Coachella, which, I mean, is his right. I do believe he had made a claim already of like, well, if during his beef with Billie Eilish of like, if she don't apologize to Travis Scott, that he would not perform at Coachella. I don't know. I can't keep track of the yay, the yay, the escapades, the yay escapades. Can't keep track of it. But he pulled out of Coachella. He was just like, nah, I'm not doing it, which I mean, this is right. I'm I'm thinking is really you know for mental health implications. Who knows? Uh, but what came along with that was they needed to find a headliner because this isn't uh well Ye was just scheduled to appear not Ye was gonna headline Coachella for I believe like their Sunday night show, so they needed a they needed a new headliner level act, so they tap in with the weekend. The weekend is on par, if not a bigger acting yay today, this very moment. Not saying that the weekend has a, a better catalog than yay. Not saying that he's, you know, a bigger artist all time. I'm just saying, like, hotter artists today in this very moment, I would put the weekend over yay. Like, the the weekend has just put out way more music recently. He's uh he's yeah he just has a much larger profile today. I don't think that's a knock on Ye, but the weekend accepted to do Coachella. Last minute, weekend is on tour right now. He accepted to do it regardless. He's like, yeah, you know what? Like I can DV, I can yes, I'm on tour, but. I can make a quick stop, do Coachella, and then continue with my tour. Fine. And then it comes out what Ye 
was being paid to do Coachella. So, yo, Ye turned down, I think it was like $8 million. That's what Ye turned down. My guess is that The Weeknd probably accepted less at first. And then that story broke. And The Weeknd said, nah, I want what Ye was getting. Which he damn well should. Because at that point, and and this is something that I always talk about. Whenever there's conversations about money, conversations about just when you're making demands, is make sure that when you're making demands, that you're in a position of leverage. You can make whatever demand you want if you have the leverage. Then this goes for all aspects of life, people. Take this little gem. You can make demands if you have leverage. The weekend has leverage on the matter because uh, there aren't that many acts at his level or at Ye's level that exist already, period. And there's much fewer acts that are within this level that would even be available to just jump in at the 11th hour and headline for it. And furthermore, and then that pool gets even smaller when you start to think about, well, do these acts even have like new music that's out now that people even want to hear? List gets really small, y'all. It's a really, really small list for something like a Coachella. My understanding is that they buckled and they're they're giving him exactly what Ye got. Ladies and gentlemen, that is leverage. That's leverage. That's leverage. So, shout out to the weekend. Shout out to uh, shout out to Ye for taking his mental health and, and making that paramount and that's like priority. So, shout out to him as well. Um, ooh, one last thing about the Grammys. And I think this is something very important to talk about. Um, shit, there's actually two more Grammy-related topics. But the first one is the Grammys, as most award shows do, they do their little, like, tribute of all of the, uh, celebrities and, and acts and, like, related, uh, individuals that we've lost in the past year. And they they get to Virgil, right? Virgil was the head of Louis Vuitton, the first black designer heading up this brand that's, you know, world-renowned, all of this stuff, right? That's Virgil. Virgil was a pioneer in fashion. That's Virgil. Like Virgil, Virgil was so Virgil was so significant that you don't even need to say Virgil's last name to know who you're who you're referring to for people to know who you're referring to when you say Virgil. 
because that's Virgil. Right? Uh, the Grammys refer to Virgil as a hip-hop fashion designer. Uh, I take, I mean, I, a lot of people took offense to that. As they should, I took offense to that. Because I, it's a, it's an attempt, again, as we often see with our black celebrities, it's an attempt to kind of reduce them down a little bit. They don't like nah nah we don't we don't wanna call you a, a a fashion pioneer. We don't wanna call you a world renowned fashion designer. We don't want to do none of that. Nah. You you just a because at the end of the day, at the end of your days you just you're just hip hop. And you ain't bigger than that. Virgil was bigger than that. Virgil was very, very much bigger than that. He wasn't just a hip-hop fashion designer. He was, I mean, at one point you could easily say, the biggest fashion designer in the world. Twas him. Twas Virgil. So for y'all to just say he was just a hip-hop, you know, just a hip-hop fashion designer. Like, whoa. Like he was, he was just like a guy in Harlem, ma making ma making sewn up jackets or something. Like yo, fam, what? Like nah, put some respect on that man's name, all right? Put some respect on his name. Get y'all shit together, all right? Um, and then the sec, the next thing, kind of still, uh, relatedly to the Grammys. Uh, Cardi B. Cardi B was just the social media came for Cardi B. They they came for her and just and they came for her because of uh because she wasn't at the Grammys. She wasn't there. She had one Grammy nomination, I believe. Uh I can't even tell you the record offhand. I'll be honest, I can't. But she had one Grammy nomination. Uh, no, no album out right now. She wasn't performing. She wasn't present. None of that. And her fans. Uh, well, eh, I don't want to call them fans. I, I, I want to call them. I call them fans, but I don't call them her fans because it's like yo, like you. If you're really a fan of, a, of an artist, I don't think you would really act this way. It's a little bit, it's a little, a little wild to me. Uh, they, yeah, they, they can't, they, they were just like, well, you know, like, why weren't you at, you know, like, why weren't you at the Grammys? You should have been there. Your fans want to see you. You're, you know, you're. Like you should have shown up just so that your fans can see you and whatever, whatever. And it's like, yo, I don't owe you a fucking thing. I don't have anything out. What do you mean? What are you talking about? And 
it got too, it got, the, the heat got so hot that she ended up just deleting her social media altogether. See, the, the good thing about social media is that it allows for you to be very connected to all people. You're, you're able to be connected with people around the world at the, the palm of your hands, right here, fingertips. You're just connected, right? That's the good thing about social media. The bad thing about social media is that you're connected with people all around the world, the palm of your hands. The same thing that's a gift is also the curse, and that's the problem. Because then you have all of these fucking people who feel like they have, uh, like they have rights over your existence, and that you owe them some shit. That's crazy. Y'all are crazy. Y'all are. Cardi B don't owe y'all a damn thing. Not even a little bit. Not even the tiniest a bit. Nah. 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 So, leave Cardi B alone. Uh, stop being dicks. You heard it here first. All right? I don't know how much I have to say about this next one because to me it's just it's it's just crazy to me and I don't know how else to say it but uh funeral for oh and I let me just give me a second because I want to know so gunu Rapper from Maryland uh, had, he was, you know, fatally shot, unfortunately, you know, passed away, age 24, and he, he was, he was, he was trending this past week because of his 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 funeral his uh his, his going what, what do they call it yes his his home going celebration and they had a i don't know if it was i don't know if it was his dead they're saying it's his dead body it was his like his corpse propped up as if he was stand like he was standing on the stage as people were partying yeah I don't like y'all are wild, yo. Like, that's some of the like that's like some that's the wildest shit I've heard in a long time. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. We we prop buddy up so that it looked like he was he was there partying with us. That's that's wild. That's just wild. I don't know, like. How, yeah, yeah, like, I don't even know how you get the, uh, the, the, the funeral home to, like, allow, like, how'd you get the funeral home to, like, be down for that? Because they had to obviously go and, like, uh, go through the process of, like, 
dealing with with the cadaver. I don't know what that process is. I don't even know what it's called. I don't know. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Where y'all like they they fill it with the the goop so that you have like you know some skin skin color and all of that. They were down for it. They were like, "Yup, we'll do all that," and then we'll and then instead of putting him in a casket, we gonna we'll we'll prop him up, we'll put a pole like right up his back through the spine, and like we'll stand him up. We'll be good, and we gonna turn up. That's wild. That's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who signed off on that. I don't know who said this was like a great idea, but mm 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 mm. Now, um, what is a great idea and what is something that's more on the good news end and is something that I think is worth uh, worth mentioning here is, yo, shout out to Justice Jackson. Justice Jackson Day, people. Yes. Yes, a black woman for the like, first time in American history, we have a black woman on the highest court in the country. That's dope. That's super dope to me. Like, I just think that's fire. I don't really have much more to say than that. I just think it's fire. I think it's fire just to kind of start to see more and more examples of what can be and children being able to see, hey, there are a lot, like, there's a lot that you can do in this world. You know, it's, it's really just breaking down those barriers. So, I think that's dope. I think that's dope. So moving on to just a little bit of uh, comic book shit, comic-y stuff. Izzy loves comic books, as y'all know. Uh, I'm really looking forward to, I got to catch up on some a lot of comic book shit. I'll be honest, I do. I've been super busy. I still haven't watched Eternals. I still haven't watched Hawkeye. Uh, still got to uh, finish up the What If series. I got a bunch of shit. Still looking forward to obviously Doctor Strange, two is gonna be amazing. I cannot wait to see that. Uh, but the movie Morbius, Morbius came out to horrendous reviews. Now I believe Morbius is part of the Sony universe, if I'm not mistaken. It's not directly tied to the main Marvel canon story arc um so it's more so part of that venom universe uh part of like where where they'll be taking uh some of the spider-man i think they're probably doing i think they're going to be doing another andrew garfield spider-man movie and that'll be part of that universe but the reviews for morbius look terrible 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 like just the worst thing ever i've i've yet to hear one person say anything good about morbius and i'll be honest i don't know if i'll end up even watching it i might i mean who am i kidding i probably will but like i've only heard just horrendous things about this thing and i think this is where we're starting to see like sony after after the revitalizing of Spider-Man, uh, after Spider-Man was like in the in the MCU, and you know they just saw 
Spider-Man get fully revitalized. Uh, as, you know, seeing Spider-Man in Civil War, then you're getting, you know, Homecoming, and then uh, he's in Infinity War and Endgame, and then uh, Far From Home, and then No Way Home. And during that time, they put out Venom, Venom 1 and 2, uh, got decent to good reviews. They got happy. And Sony started to feel themselves. And they were like, yo, psh, we could do this shit. And they put out Morbius, and it's like, oh, psh, we can't do this shit. Whoa. Whoa, I thought this was going to be sweet. Apparently, it ain't. It ain't sweet. This shit is not sweet. So, I will not be watching it um, until maybe it's like on something. But I don't see myself like relinquishing just cold hard cash directly for the sole purpose of just seeing Morbius. That's just not going to happen. I can't. I can't. I'm not made of money. So, um, I will be seeing Doctor Strange 2 sooner rather than later. Um, I am going, I think it comes out on May 6th, and I mean, I'm going to be going on vacation shortly thereafter, so like, I might even watch this on vacation, I might be going to hold you, I'm, I might need, I, I'm going to need, I'm going to need my girl to understand, like, yo, I, <laughs> I gotta see this Doctor Strange, and I know you want to see it too, babe, let's just do this, so. We'll we'll see we'll see how that goes. Um, on to sports. The NBA playoffs are upon us. Somehow, the Brooklyn Nets jumped from the ten seed up to the eight seed, so they're still in the play-in tournament. Uh. But they they only have to win one game as opposed to win two. So if they win their one game, they will end up going up against. Is it Milwaukee in the first round? Let me pull this up really quick. Let me see what's the bracket. What's this? What's this bracket looking like? Give me a second. Why is it so hard to just find the brackets? Just like show me the stuff, people. Why why y'all playing these games with me? Um like reaching there we go okay so this makes absolutely no sense to me now why is every, why is everything so complicated why is everyone incompetent but me here we go so yes so, NBA playoff picture. If Brooklyn beats Cleveland in the uh, first playing game, 
They go right into the seven seed and go up against the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round. So right now, and then, I mean, if they were to lose then and they would win the next game, they would go up against the Miami Heat in the first round. I, I mean, Milwaukee, I think, I would love to see Brooklyn and Milwaukee just get that rematch of last year right out the way and for Milwaukee to get Brooklyn the fuck out of here right away. That's how I feel, y'all. Get them out of here. Get them out. Uh, my predictions for the first round. So, I mean, I think I think Brooklyn beats Cleveland. They end up going up against Milwaukee. Milwaukee uh, takes them out. Milwaukee in six. Cleveland then goes on to face the winner of Atlanta versus uh, Charlotte. I think Charlotte beats Atlanta. And I think Charlotte beats Cleveland. Honestly. I think Charlotte ends up getting into into that eight seed through the play-in. And they end up going up against Miami and then get washed. Uh, clean sweep, right? We then have the Sixers versus Toronto, to which I uh, pick Toronto over the Sixers. Uh, Toronto in five. And then Celtics versus the Bulls. I got Celtics, uh, Celtics in five. Yeah, Celtics in five. On the West Coast, we have, uh, so first in the play-in game for the 7 and 8 seed, we have the Timberwolves versus the Clippers. I got the Clippers winning that and getting into the 7 seed, going up against the Memphis Grizzlies. And it's a clean sweep. Grizzlies take them out. Timberwolves go up against the winner of the Pelicans and the Spurs, to which I'm going to take the Spurs. And then I got the Wolves taking out uh, the Spurs to go up against Phoenix. Clean sweep. Clean sweep. I think Phoenix, Phoenix is in a revenge run right now after what happened. Uh, after what happened to them, they are in a full-blown revenge run. They're just like, yo, best record in the league. They, they like, they clinched a one seed like two weeks ago. Like, they are on a fucking, they're on a tear. They are not playing games with y'all this year. Clean sweep. Get them the fuck out of here. Uh, we then have the Utah Jazz versus the Dallas Mavericks, to which... I'm going to take the Mavericks in six. And I think it's going to end up leading to Utah's, like that team is just going to get completely dismantled. It's It's been a good run, y'all, but nah, fam. Nah. And then we have Golden State versus the Denver Nuggets, uh, to which I take Golden State in six. Take Golden State in six. So. 
We'll see. You heard my takes. Y'all know what time it is. I'm going to give it just round by round. I don't want to do these like full round predictions that some people do. They're wild for that. That's just my round by round take on that. All right. It's insane that the Lakers are out of the playoffs. I really did think that they would be able to like, you know, veteran just the, the experience would get them in. It did not. It did not. And I mean, I'm interested to see what happens next with the Lakers. Uh, I, is LeBron a free agent? I don't know what the free agency situation is over there. But, yeah, shit is just wild. I think there's going to be some major moves with the Lakers, though, for sure. Hey, the, like, two years in a row, shit ain't flying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, something's got to give. Something's got to give, because a lot of people definitely did think that this was a team that would be We'd be getting it done in some capacity. So we'll yeah, we'll see how we'll see how this shit goes. Um, and then moving on to real sports. First thing that I did want to talk about was the release of Nash Carter of the tag team MSK. Uh the at the time they were the NXT tag team champions. Uh, he was released due to, so there were a couple of conflicting stories. It does seem like it was, I mean, certainly the scorn of, uh, of a soon to be ex-wife, um, in independent wrestler, uh, Kim, Kimberly, right? And I mean... First, it was, you know, her, it was the accusations. Uh, I don't know what came first. It's like accusations of abuse, which uh, a lot of people disputed and said, nah, like, she's lying. She's, you know, just being spiteful and vengeful, which for me, I've always said, I think when it comes to situations of abuse, I don't immediately believe anyone because it's like, yeah, I need to hear more information because I can't immediately just believe people because when you immediately believe someone with just based on nothing but the accusation, you make room and this is, and it's shitty that we have to operate this way. First off, I will say that it's completely shitty that we have to operate with the uh, approach of you can't immediately believe someone making an accusation. That sucks. The reason why that sucks is because when you say, I'm going to immediately believe anyone making an accusation, you allow for shitty people to uh, weaponize that. You allow for shitty people to be able to weaponize the ability to point a finger at someone. You allow for someone to be able to say, hey, I'm going to tell people that you abused me. And they will believe me. So you should do so you should do what I say and then essentially use that to try to control you. That's shitty. 
And it's because of those people we can't immediately believe the people who are victims. It's an unfortunate reality, but it is the reality. I don't make the rules, I just live by them. Um, apparently, though, Nash Carter's release came from uh, some very in, an insensitive image of him dressed as an unsavory character, uh, which I believe was also released by his soon-to-be ex-wife. And it was that uh, that ended up getting him released. Super unfortunate. He's super talented. Uh, hope everything, hope everything works out well for him. Uh, sticking to the topic of wrestling, uh, and mainly, I, I mainly just want to talk WrestleMania right now. Starting from Sunday. WrestleMania Sunday was amazing. I think WrestleMania Sunday was extremely entertaining. The differences between WrestleMania Sunday and WrestleMania Saturday was WrestleMania Saturday had much better wrestling. When you factor in what we saw from uh, the Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch match, what we saw from the... Uh, Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes match on Sunday. I mean, on Saturday. Like, we just got way better wrestling on Saturday. On Saturday. And I don't think, it, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing at all, really. I don't think it's a bad thing whatsoever. I just think that it's just, it's what we saw, you know? Um, and honestly, sometimes, though, it's, it's kind of what you need, though. You know, like you, you need some, you, you need, uh, sometimes you need good wrestling. Sometimes you just need good entertainment. Saturday, all good wrestling. Really good wrestling all day Saturday. Sunday, all entertainment, people. Sunday was an entertainment fest. Uh, loved the triple threat tag team match for the Raw tag titles. Uh, I even enjoyed the Bobby Lashley versus Omos match. I enjoyed that too. The Knoxville versus Sami Zayn match. I don't care what anyone says. That Anything Goes match was incredible. That was so entertaining. Johnny Knoxville is Bugs Bunny. Literally, he is Bugs fucking Bunny. It was great. It was really, really great. Fatal 4-Way tag team match for the women's tag title was really good. That was Sasha Banks' first WrestleMania victory. That's insane. That's insane. Uh, Edge versus AJ Styles was great. Um, Sheamus and Ridge Holland versus The New Day. Eh, I think that match was a bit of a throwaway. It was dope to see The New Day dressed up in Big E gear. That was awesome. And the Big E tribute gear was just dope. That was just dope. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory was great. Because it was just great to see McAfee, like, live out this childhood dream at WrestleMania. It was just fucking amazing to see. So amazing. 
And then to see Mr. McMahon jump in and challenge McAfee to a match uh, and beat McAfee with the help of Austin Theory. So now you have McMahon and uh, Theory over McAfee now. So McAfee got his, he got his uh, WrestleMania win and then got put down by McMahon and Theory. And then Austin comes out and stuns all three. Amazing. It was great. It was great. And then to the main event, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Roman Reigns, he winner take all. He walks away as the unified WWE Universal Champion. So he has both belts. The match, I think the match was good. It definitely did seem like it got cut short a little early due to uh, Roman Reigns. I don't know if he got injured during the Kimura Lock or if he got injured before the Kimura Lock. I'm not too sure, but it happened. It happened. You know, it's it happened. It was unfortunate, but, I mean, as expected, though, we got Roman as the as the guy. We then go to the Raw after WrestleMania, which I think was great. Fittingly so, it opens with Cody Rhodes. And Cody Rhodes, I think for any fans, any WWE fans who had not seen Cody Rhodes since he left, it was great to see Cody Rhodes come out and just cut a promo just so they can see, hey, this is what Cody Rhodes does now. Cody Rhodes is amazing at cutting a promo. Give that man a mic. He is going to cut a beautiful promo. He is going to tug on the heartstrings. He cut an amazing promo. He talked about his father. Talked about his reasoning for coming back to WWE was in the journey of getting the big one. Cody states, I'm here because I want to be world champion. And I've signed a multi-year deal to make sure that I am able to get that done. Because my father never my father never got the title. I want to get it for my father. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, we also did see uh, the return of Elias as his younger, not really Elias, it's his younger brother Ezekiel. I think that's great. I love every bit of that. I think that's just, it's, it's all just good entertainment. And uh, Raw ends with Roman Reigns coming out. I think this part was great. This part was really, really great for me. Roman Reigns comes out at the end of Raw. When you think that this is going to be the moment that you're going to see something happen that's going to, uh, it's going to be that moment that really just sets the tone for what we're about to see for Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns comes out, and they he he cuts an amazing promo. I really loved it, and it ends with him saying, "This Friday on SmackDown, I will inform everyone of what my of what what's next. I will address you all on SmackDown on Friday and let you know what's next, which now takes this audience because." Raw after WrestleMania, that's the biggest audience, and driving them now to go and watch SmackDown. 
you weren't going to already go watch SmackDown. I watched SmackDown. That got me. So in watching SmackDown, uh, which I think was a fine SmackDown. It was a fine SmackDown. Uh, we, we find out what's next. And I think this is incredible. So it's Roman Reigns in the ring with Heyman and the Usos, the bloodline. And he says, well, I have two belts, but my cousins, my cousins have two belts. I can't walk around with two belts and they have one belt each. So the natural course is uh, the Usos, I want y'all to go go to Raw and unify the tag titles now. Go to Raw, bring me the tag team titles from Raw. Which I think was just incredible. Incredible. Because I, it's it's what makes it does make sense. It makes sense to get rid of some of these duplicative titles. They're not they're not relevant. And at this point, you have something amazing with Roman. You got to just keep feeding it. Keep feeding this thing until it's like ready to until you're maybe like you could feed this thing for like another 6 months, another year. You can just keep feeding this thing here cuz this is going great. My hope is that the Usos do go they take the raw titles, the raw tag titles from RK Bro, and honestly, you end up seeing the bloodline on Raw and SmackDown. Because why not? Why the hell not? Give us bloodline on on Raw and SmackDown now, because it's it's what the people want. It's what it's what's moving the needle across the board. You do that until. You get to the point where uh, Cody or Braun Breaker or someone is able to, like, is at a position of, I'm now at this point where I can now, I can take what, like, I can take what this is. Because it, it can't just be, you, there is no one who can break this right now. This thing is too powerful. It's running way too well. You got you to gotta keep feeding it for at least another another year. Honestly, if we were ever going to live through another thousand day title reign, it's going to be this one. Mark my words. If we ever, if WWE ever wants to have a champion last a thousand days, this is the run. It's, it's this one. It's really this one. Uh. On SmackDown, while Roman Reigns is kind of is cutting his promo, he's interrupted by none other than Shinsuke Nakamura. Which, ah, chef's kiss. Nakamura is someone who, for the longest time, has been just floundering in the mid-card and the tag division, when in reality, he came in as a main event star. Like, Nakamura is a main event. He's a main eventer. 
He has the ability to be a main eventer. He has the charisma. He has the in-ring skills. He has all of it. He's a total package. Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, I'm almost certain even, like, they built him to a point where he even beat John Cena clean. Like, Nakamura won a Royal Rumble. Like, he's he's very much a main event player. So to see that he interrupted Roman Reigns and that he can potentially be the next challenger for Roman Reigns, and if he's able to, which I think he will, uh, fight as the the king of strong style that we know him to be, to where he's able to give Roman Reigns a very like just a very stiff match, a very strong style type match. I think that's gonna just like it's it it won't get any better than that right now. So I love where this is going. WWE has me locked in at the moment, y'all. I am all the way locked in, very much locked in with all of this. So, um, I think the last thing that I have on my list, and it's, it's something that comes up every now and again. Uh, I see it on social media often. I hear it from some friends. There are some friends who use this word. It's a more it's a bit of a buzzword. I have some friends who use this word. And I know that they're they're using it as a buzzword, but when I hear what it is that they're doing, it's like, well, no, you're not actually doing that whatever that word means then. Right? That word is manifesting. I hate the word manifesting. I, I'm not a fan of when people say that they're that they've manifested something, that they're they're manifesting this. I'm, I'm I'm manifesting a new job this year. And I'm like, well, what the fuck does that even mean? Because there are people who say that they're manifesting it, and in my mind, what it tells me is I'm doing nothing but waiting for something to happen. I am manifesting a new job by saying that I am manifesting a new job. And that's it. I'm not taking act unless, because then if you're taking actions and you're saying, you know, you're trying to, you know, you're uh, increasing your skills and you're, you know, building on your competencies so that you can get a new job by the end of the year, is that quote unquote manifesting? Or is that just planning and goal setting? Like, is that not just setting goals? Like, that's a goal. I, I'm, I'm setting a goal of getting a new job by the end of this year. And I'm planning on achieving that goal by A, B, C, D, through Z, end of the year, new job. That's fucking goal setting, people, and planning. This manifesting bullshit is like, I'm, I'm manifesting uh, a new home this year. I'm manifesting this this year. I'm manifesting that. And it's just like, all right, well, like, can you realistically get that? 
Or is this manifesting thing supposed to be something that, like, you know, like, are you, is that something you're, you're, you're praying for that? Is, is Cosmic Santa Claus supposed to bring you that? Like, how's that work? So, yeah, I don't, that's, just, just be done with the, just be done with it, people. Be done with that. Just set goals and plan on ways to achieve those goals. That's, that's what y'all should really, that's what really is that you're doing. All right. So this, this has been my tech talk. All right. As always, as always, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for checking this out. I'm I'm forever I'm forever appreciative of anyone who tunes into this podcast. With that being said, as always, some ships float, some ships sink, but the best ships are friendships, and to those ships, we drink. Cheers, y'all. Cool. See y'all next week. As always, peace, love, and all the above.